Well, here we are. It is time, Simba. If you understand that reference, you might be about the age where we should be working together. It's possible. But it is now one of three times a year that I'm accepting clients for my freedom framework, overcoming food sensitivities and increasing energy without unnecessary restriction. My goal for my one-on-one clients is to take them through frameworks and explore tools for achieving 50, 80, 90% of their goals in just a few months and show them how to continue to heal on their own so they don't need me anymore. Honestly, I think we're doing great one-on-one work here, helping women that would otherwise be falling through the cracks, thinking that they're just aging, that they're just moms, that they just, and it may be true that they just have stress when really those stress hormones and their other core systems just really need some serious support and some serious love to serve them for years to come without symptoms. So if you'd like to clear inflammation, eczema, food sensitivities, or improve energy and brain clarity, I'd love to chat with you. You can book a call with me at kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, and that link will be in the show notes. Welcome to The Less Stressed Life, all about making this your time to feel freaking awesome about your life, health, and happiness. This podcast of The Less Stressed Life is hosted by Krista Bigler. Krista is an integrative registered dietitian nutritionist who specializes in reducing food-related stress, inflammation, and symptoms of food sensitivities. She brings over a decade of nutrition expertise and playing with her food to the table. From coaching, teaching, writing, and working within a major food company to behind the scenes for a health celebrity. To learn more, visit lessstresslife.com. Okay, so today I'm so excited that my dear friend, Jessica McKinley, has uh, graced us with her presence on The Less Stressed Life. Jess is a happiness scientist, a fitness coach, busy mother of Calvin, loyal disc golf wife to Dustin, uh, international traveler, lover of language and learning, and always up for a good challenge. I mean, happiness science scientist, what kind of amazing name is that? If you had the opportunity to have a friend like Jess, she is like the personal development guru. She speaks with authority and she just knows her stuff. I just can't wait to have her on this show and future ones. So thank you so much for being here, Jess. Thank you, Krista, not only for thinking of me, but for all of the compliments. Obviously, I feel some of the very same things about you, and I won't bore our audience with uh, Krista's pedigree here, but uh, I'm sure it'll come through in in the passion that I have in the response of the questions of, of how much I respect not only your perspective, but um, the effort that you put into making sure that you're constantly adding value that is cutting edge and you know, relieve, relieve some stress for us. Who can use that? Yeah. Thank you so much. I love, and how I met Jess is, um, a friend of a friend of a friend, you know, we're both doing some health coaching things and then it's just these networks in these communities. And just, I think always making yourself open and available to meeting new people. I mean, it just can, you can really blow the lid off your life, so to speak, right. With like the relationships you made, it's, it's really about those things. So, um, it's just so, so very fun to meet new, awesome people and meet a happiness scientist. And so that particular term is a curiosity. What was the inspiration behind that? And what was your mission? Can you tell me more about that? How that became to be? Yeah, I, absolutely love seeing the look on people's faces when they ask what I do when I tell them that I'm a happiness scientist. And I usually just try and put a period at the end of that and (laughs) uh, see what their reaction is because most people's first reaction is 
Is that a real thing? Wow. How do you get to be that? What does that even mean? And uh, to be for full disclosure and transparency purposes, I completely made up the title. Um, But the the reason that I get to do that is because I decided, you know, very clearly I wanted to be researching and, uh, you know, expounding upon ideas in the happiness field through experiments and through action. Um, I think a lot of people have a lot of, uh, you know, preconceived notions about what should make us happy. And then there is conflict in every single arena of happiness. And so I wanted to explore it by using experiments and making them available to my audience and have other people do all of the same experiments so that we can see for ourselves, you know, what makes us happy and what doesn't. I'm very, very uh, excited by the idea that we are our whole life should be process of elimination. You know, I think that that's how I viewed college was not just an education, but a way for me to eliminate things that I don't want and things that aren't going to make me happy. So that by the end of it, I just had a little bit of a, I narrowed in a little bit on what made me happy. Not necessarily did I find, you know, the one thing. I love that. So you took such a different approach. Like it was all about perspective, right? You, you, you use these exploratory things um, to kind of, by process of elimination, figure out what, what was the things that made you happiest and the least happiness. And you actually removed the unhappiness. And I think that's such a big thing because I think a lot of us just continue to do the things that make us unhappy because we feel like we have to do that. Right. And I, I think the beauty of it and the the real point behind it is that um, what makes me happy is not going to make you happy. So I didn't want to go on this blog and preach, you know, you should do this because it makes you happy because I was reading a lot of books and I would take a little bit, um, you know, of inspiration from each thing, but nothing quite um, fit my mold perfectly. And I didn't want to do the same thing for my audience. I wanted to make sure that I was giving you a, an action item and an experiment so that you can figure out whether it was right for you and everyone's going to have a different result. So I love that. Love the experiment. And I'm, I probably love it because I love to experiment with food and whatever. So it just speaks to my soul a little bit. I was wondering, did this idea, I mean, you you're a personal development junkie. I mean, you have read more personal development books than anyone else I personally know. Um, and did, does this all connect to your childhood? Like what can parents do to raise the next positivity, happiness guru? (laughs) It is so funny that you asked that because I just posted today, actually a post about my mom who obviously both of my parents are huge inspirations to me. Um, not only in my professional life, but my personal life, my mom, I, I also, aside from being a happiness coach, I'm a fitness coach, as you know, and, um, my mom is a fitness freak, if you will. She's an Ironman triathlete and she also, um, was just featured on the cover of the Miami Herald yesterday for, teaming up and partnering with a quadriplegic woman named Carrie Grusin, um, who runs Thumbs Up International. And not to plug that, but it's an incredible organization that uh, pairs athletes of all abilities, whether quadriplegic, 
uh, paraplegic or full on, you know, Ironman athletes together so that they can expand their, their, um, potential. And so I was, I was writing about that and I was just thinking today, like, wow, how lucky am I to have a mom who led by example. And I think that now that I'm a new mom, you know, I'm very much intrigued by the idea of what kind of experiments can I do with my kid? Like he's like this brand new science experiment (laughs) um, here for me. But I think the thing that I constantly need to remind myself about and the advice that I would give to other parents out there is to remember that our kids and our babies especially are the scientists themselves. Naturally, we have it in ourselves from the time that we are born to constantly be experimenting with what, you know, whether what tastes good, what should go in our mouths, period, <laughs> what we should touch, what, what we want to reach for, what we want to um, pull away from and to hold ourselves back from trying to, um, to fit our kids into the molds that we want them to become and just let them experiment to encourage them to experiment, um, and to, and to pay close attention to the things that they're showing interests in. That's amazing. That's, there's just a billion things I could touch on there, but I think the biggest thing is just the observation of a child, right? And really what could we learn from a child? Amazing things, right? If we would Mm -hmm. sit back and let them be our teacher sometimes, we would probably be very impressed. And it's really a lesson I should take to my own heart. I'm, I don't, um, I don't brag that I'm excellent with children. And I I think it's just because I've gotten to that adult persona where I'm like, all right, I got to keep going here and do this thing and this thing, and they need to fit my box. And so, you know, sometimes it's just like, oh, I just need to stop and observe and listen, um, (laughs) a little bit. So, uh, so, there are some other things that we can learn about on your site, these different experiments. I know that you have like different categories, like what are some different things we would learn about if we visited your happiness experiment uh, site and some of the happiness experiments you've done? What, were, what are some of the big ones maybe that you want to highlight? Yeah. So shamefully, I will say that um, I have not posted a recent blog post in a little while. As I mentioned, I am a new mom. And so uh, the blog has taken a bit of a backseat, but it has tons and tons in the archives and will be coming back on whether it's in the form of a podcast or a blog. Um, And you can also access my social media there, which is very up-to-date and current. Um, But basically the way that the blog was designed was designed originally to um, be the framework for the book that I wanted to write. And I figured um, what better way to create, um, to gather the information and get the accounts than to make it an open forum for people to do the experiments and uh, give me their feedback right there live. Um, and so I divided the blog into monthly themes, which essentially uh, were designed to be chapters in the book. And they're they're broken down by growth categories. So what a growth category is, um, is basically, you know, an area of life that you're experimenting in. So there are 12 different growth categories and you can go on the blog to see all of them, but just so you have an idea, it would be um, love and sex is one career and money is another, um, spirit, spirituality is another, uh, hobbies, uh, or passion projects, uh, body. So, so as far as health and any type of happiness that you can get from your body, um, and improving upon it and 
there are so many different home and organization is another one. Um, perspective, uh, self-awareness and identity. Um, so, so you can go on there for, for a little bit more of an idea. And if that way I was allowing uh, people to kind of hone in on what is important to them in the moment. Let's say you're at a 10 in love and sex, your relationships are really great. Um, but another one that I uh, left out was family and friends, but let's say, you know, you're really struggling to feel happy in your relationships with your family and friends. Maybe you're putting a lot of energy in and you're not getting it back or maybe vice, uh, the reverse. Maybe you feel like you're not paying enough attention to that, you can dive into those experiments first. Um, so it's catered to, to you. I love that you organize that. I don't know that most people, when they start a blog have such, uh, amazing organization in that way. But I also am wondering, since you are really my personal development guru, are those growth categories like common knowledge in personal development? Because I feel like I subscribe to some different goal setting methods and they use a hybrid of some of those growth categories and you rate them and you figure out what the lowest um, ones are in your life. And that's the ones you choose to improve on because those are the ones that are going to lead you the most happiness. I'm just wondering, like, what were the inspiration for those categories for you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it was kind of a work in progress. I had a couple that I that I meshed together into one category. I wanted 12 because I wanted to do it within um, the series uh, within the time frame of a year. Um, I think that in general, year-long goals and month-long goals are, are very um, attainable for everyone <laughs> um, and are also, for me, keep me interested and motivated. So that was why 12. Um, so it it wasn't so much that there couldn't be more. <laughs> I, I think that I probably could have done even more categories, but I, I broke it down after, after reading, like you said, there's so many different, um, approaches, approaches. And my, my personal favorite, uh, personal development book of, uh, the success principles by Jack Canfield. He, um, he has less categories that he works in, I think something around seven. Um, but I just felt, um, the, the, when I designed what's happening, which is my blog, I was aiming at specifically at 20 somethings and 20 somethings at heart. And so I felt that there were certain topics that needed to be covered that were not addressed when, you look at personal development books, I felt like they were kind of talking to an older audience, maybe um, people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, people who had already settled into a life. And my blog was aimed to help people who maybe have graduated college or are in the time when they're supposed to be experimenting and they just don't know where to start. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. And I'd be curious, you know, if that shifts as you get, I don't know how old you are now, but, um, already shifting. I'm I'm about to be 30. And since becoming a mom, it's definitely, you know, I'm feeling my writing has changed so much. Yeah. Well, I think that's just the evolution of life. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I know that you're a big fan. I've heard you talk about it a lot of this book by Hal Elrod, which is a tongue twister for me to say his name, Hal Elrod, (laughs) the book, (laughs) The Miracle Morning. Um, And you used to talk about that a bit in groups and things that I would be in with you. You adopted The Miracle Morning Mindset, right? And and what do you love about it? Can you tell us a little bit more about it? And, And just, yeah, about that book in general. 
Yes. So I am a huge fan of Hal Elrod. Thank you for prepping me for saying that. It's difficult. (laughs) Um, And uh, The Miracle Morning, right? And I committed, so I am a self-proclaimed, like, night owl, not a morning person (laughs) whatsoever. I do not naturally jump out of bed. It takes me quite some time. I was someone who I don't think had ever woken up without pressing the snooze button at least once until I committed to day one of the miracle morning. Uh, What it basically is, is a guy who was down on his luck, who was a motivational coach and just needed something to turn his life around. And he just started uh, researching, as we all know, there's someone out there who has done what we want to do. You know, it's the 21st century. If we're, no one's entirely unique and everyone has an inspiration, which I don't think is a bad thing. Um, so he just researched uh, the morning routines of every single successful person that he could get his hands on. And what he found was a uh, six major um, morning routines and, or things that they would had essential in their morning routine. And it was uh, silence. So meditation of some sort or silence of some sort, um, affirmations, positive affirmations, visualization. So whether that's looking at a, a vision board or um, just, you know, conjuring up in- images in your head for that time, um, exercise, reading of personal development of some sort, or in this case, I know listening to podcasts would count and then, uh, uh, scribing. So writing down whatever you took away from that morning and, or setting some goals, whatever scribing means to you in that time period. So savers is the acronym there, but we'll say save If you want to do listening and, uh, put in the less stressed life podcast on into your morning routine. And I just loved the idea of some structure in my morning that got me pumped. I I don't think I was ever so psyched to wake up than I was when I first started it. But as you know, the evolution of life, I was doing the miracle morning high on life for about a year. And then I got pregnant and I was so tired, beyond tired. Like it was like I became ill and I went off of it and I kind of used pregnancy as an excuse to, I couldn't do it. And since Calvin's been born, the child does not sleep. And so I've had to evolve my miracle morning, um, to a, any time of the day, um, (laughs) miracle time. I, I haven't quite come up with a catchphrase for that yet, but I don't want anyone to think that they have to give up a routine or a, um, a priority of theirs just because they have a new schedule in their life, whether it be a a career move or a, you know, a physical move or a change in, you know, your role in life, whether you become a mom or a parent. I love that. Um, well, congratulations on having Calvin, by the way. I got to meet him in New Hampshire this weekend when we got together. And um, I, I think that just speaks to who you are. You know, it might be the miracle morning is the name of the book, but it can be a miracle anytime that you uh, execute it. And I love that you just kind of knew all the pieces of that and how you kind of um, used those for yourself. Um, was this, I mean, did you... 
what really made you, I'm sure you went off. I think sometimes when we're doing something that's working, um, occasionally we get off, we fall off the wagon. Like everyone mm-hmm. does that. I mean, I've sure. done that my whole life with exercise and things. And so you almost need something to get you back on the wagon. What was kind of that low spot that made you say, you know, the miracle morning was going great. You were doing it for a year. Then you had the low, you know, not the low spot, but just like the mom fog of having a new child. Yeah. And then what happened that made you kind of say, I'm going to do this whenever, like what changed, what happened? Uh, it's, it's really hard to pinpoint. It's not like I had an aha moment per se as a, at, on a, a moment or a day, but I think I just started to notice, Hey, um, you know, I'm not as psyched about things as I was once before I was talking to my team earlier this morning, actually about, um, the idea of beginner's luck. And how if you could just go back to when you first started something, when I first started the miracle morning, I had that beginner's luck. I I just, I was high on life. I loved it. I wish I could get that back. Or when I first started fitness coaching, you know, my, my clients just seemed like they were coming out of the woodwork. I was like, everyone, people wanted to be a part of it. And my coaches were on fire and, and I, I want to get that back. And what I realized is it's actually not beginner's luck. It's a beginner's energy. And that's something that you get from starting something new. And it really could tie into the happiness experiments that I know and love every time that you if you are consistently doing a happiness experiment, it means that you're trying something new by definition, right? An experiment. You're trying something that you have never tried before, that you don't know what the outcome is going to be. And so I was kind of lacking that in my life after having a baby. Obviously, there's enough new things in every day when you when you have a baby. You know, they change every single day. Um, but it's easy, as we all know, um, who are moms, that to forget yourself in the the mix of this and to have nothing that is our own, that we are intentionally going out there and experimenting with. So I realized, hey, you know, I need to, I need to get back to my miracle morning routine, whether it happens in the morning or at 10 a.m. or in the afternoon or in the evening or whatever it is. So I I made that a non-negotiable to, to get those savers in, um, every single day, whether it's spread out or at the same time. And then also to decide to generate that beginner's energy by, by doing experiments right now. My, my current experiment is that I'm trying the ketogenic diet. I don't know if you've seen on my social media, but that's what I am trying right now. I don't know if it's going to be life long thing, but I saw it's all the buzz. People keep asking me about it as a fitness coach. And I figured instead of, before I judge things, I really like to try them out myself. Um, so that's my 30 day experiment right now. And it's making me excited. I'm pumped again. I love that. You just speak in gold. And some of the notes I took away from that is instead of, it's not just beginner's luck, it's beginner's energy. And every time you start something new, and if you're continually experimenting, life is new and exciting. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with that more. That is so if I just, if we just reflect back on life so much, yes, there so, so much. Yes. Love, love, love that. Uh, you must, you may not know this. I, uh, I am doing some behind the scenes contract work for, uh, Shalene Johnson, as you and I 
both know who she is. She's a major fitness celebrity and she has a new weight loss resistance program out and there's some ketogenic elements into it. So if you ever need something in that, uh, I spend a lot of time in that research realm. So that's very fun. I love, I love the, I love the overlap in life. Um, you are my guru when it comes to all things, nutrition, I am I admittedly, I say to all of my clients, I am more of a happiness and health coach. I'm helping their people keep people motivated. But when it comes to nutrition, I'm still very much a baby nutritionist. You know, I'm not um, a certified dietitian like yourself, but like you, like you said, just when you open yourself up to networking um, with with people who know more than you, and when you're opening yourself up to learn, uh, the good things come your way. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're a great team. Uh, mm-hmm. so to just kind of summarize, like if, if there's someone out there that really needs to create some momentum in his and her life, um, what's your gut reaction for them to really pull things together or create more time, um, and good energy throughout the day to really achieve this happy life that you've studied so intensely? Like what's a bite-sized piece? You know, if, if someone says, I don't know if I can do this whole savers thing, the silence, affirmations, visualizations, exercise, reading, or um, personal development, and then scribing. If I can't really handle all that, like what is a bite-sized piece? Like how can someone get started? What, what would you tell someone? Uh, so when I decided to um, launch the blog, the biggest question was like, what chapter should come first? So like what's most mm-hmm. important? What's the bedrock of all of this happiness? And I think... I I don't know that I 100% have landed on the answer because a lot of this is, you know, you need to have all of the components. Um, But so you can't just do one thing, one experiment, one thing, and then that's going to be all the answers. But if I had to narrow it down to one or two things of a place to start, um, it would be certainly body. So that is one of the first months, which is, um, you know, making sure that I, I realized in my research, if I could put all of it together and everything I learned in, in that month of deep diving, um, what like sums up the happiness aspect of it is that when it comes to your happiness, you're, you cannot outgrow, um, or surpass the, the, your body's health. So, so I guess basically the healthier you are, the happier you will be. And you're putting a cap on your happiness. If you are not paying close attention to your health, whether that be nutrition or, um, you know, fitness and exercise or even like posture and skincare, dental health, all of those things, you know, if you have something ailing you physically, it's very difficult to do all of the rest of the things. Health is first and foremost. So I would, I would get into something that figure out something that works with you experiment when it comes to your health. Um, and, and that is going to make you, you're free up some mental energy. It's going to, you know, give you all the, the chemicals, hormones, and endorphins that you know, and I know that we all need to be functioning as our highest self. Oh, I just, you speak my language, girlfriend. You're a light in my life. And I hope that you are a light in everyone else's ears today that is listening, because I think that this episode was full of gold. Is there anything else um, that you need to leave us with or where can people find you or work with you? 
So my blog that I've been talking about this whole time is uh, www.whatshappening.com. That is W-H-A-T-S, happy as an H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G.com. And on there, you can find all of the growth category breakdown, the the blog posts. Um, I think there are, you know, 70-something blog posts on there, as well as um, a tab to work with me. You can shoot me an email um, on there, or you can check out my social media, feel free to add me on Facebook. I do a lot of, um, a lot live videos whenever I'm feeling inspired (laughs) as you know, being a mom, sometimes the inspiration comes and if you don't get it out, it goes. Um, so, uh, add me on there, Jessica McKinley, as well as my Instagram handle, which is what's happening. Um, same spelling as the website W Jess, what's happening with Jess. Oh, love it. Awesome. You are so much fun. I hope everyone enjoyed this conversation as much as I did today. And I can't wait to have you back for another session of gold dropping nuggets another time. Please bring me back. Yes, I would love it. Thanks so much, Jess. Thanks, Krista. So what'd you think? She's great, right? If you found this episode helpful at all, please scroll up or down and hit that little subscribe button. And if you want, please leave us a message or a review on iTunes, and we would just send you the biggest virtual hug. Have an awesome day. 